Are you looking for a great tasting healthy breakfast option? I'm Damien Christoph and I'm a naturopath, nutritionist and chiropractor. Forest cereal is 100% gluten and oat free with no processed sugar, preservatives or additives and made only with the highest quality ingredients. With a range of paleo, vegan and FODMAP friendly muesli blends, Forage cereal is bound to make breakfast your favorite meal of the day if it wasn't already. Well, guess what? For a limited time only, all Wellness Couch listeners will receive 20% off all online purchases over $50. That's right, you'll get 20% off all online purchases over $50. To do this, visit www.foragecereal.com and enter the code COUCH at the checkout and save. That's www.foragecereal.com and then the code COUCH, C-O-U-C-H, at the checkout to save. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with this sensational co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys. He is the 100 Not Out quadragenarian. He is Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, quadra. <laughs> quadra. I love it. You haven't done that before. That's terrific. Do you know what that is? Because I just oh, learned yeah. a new word. Yeah, it'll be 40. I'll be my fourth. De- oh, actually, I've done four decades. That's what that should mean. That's it. You are in your 40s, 40, between 40 and yeah. 49. So uh, yeah. I'm not quite yet a quadrogenarian. But I, I, I researched what you were because today, uh, for the first time in a while, I'm not sure the last time we had an octogenarian on, um, oh, but we are well. very, very blessed to have one of the world's great uh, octogenarians. We learnt about Bill Stevens via the great uh, medium that is social media by one of our listeners. Actually, who was it? Was it one of Wendy, um, maybe, or Jody? Mate, one of our listeners uh, um, tagged us on Facebook to share the incredible story of Bill Stevens. Bill Cara, Stevens might have been Cara. Bill Stevens is an 89-year-old legend who is running classes down in Ashburton at the YMCA Pool and Recreation Centre in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne. He runs, he used to run, Damo, 35 classes uh, every seven days. Now he runs about 15 or 20 classes a week. Um, He has an incredible story to tell. The people that go to his classes, Damo, they call him unique. They call him one of a kind. He has loyal fans coming from all over Melbourne to exercise in the pool with the great Bill Stevens. We want to know what Bill is doing to make his 100 Not Out lifestyle so exceptional. Bill Stevens, it is a very warm welcome to 100 Not Out. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. Great, great pleasure. Bill, it's... And, uh, it's... Um, I'm, I'm really amazed, you know, the um, response on, on Facebook to my little appearance there. You know, last time I looked, there was about 440,000 uh, hits on that. Unbelievable. <laughs> Ah, uh, it's it is unbelievable. It's you know we yeah. we hear of amazing stories around, but often we hear about these amazing stories outside of Australia. One of the greatest things for us is to is to see that people are doing a great job. I mean, one hundred not out as a podcast is uh, is is uh, I suppose concerned and interested about how people are successfully living. And you're quite successful, very successful at living a great life. What what motivated you to, to get into this and, and how did you maintain your motivation um, around, you know, doing exercise into such a, a, you know, a nice age? Well, look, I've always been a fairly active person. This, you know, for me at the moment, it's, it's a re- retirement job. 
I spent 40 years in the wine industry. I worked for Wolf Press. I was the export marketing manager. I looked mainly after well, Europe and Southeast Asia. And, um, and I worked there till I was uh, 68. And then it was time to go. And, um, and I, I looked for another career. And I really started off to uh, do one or two classes. And that from there it snowballed. <clears throat> and yeah, now it's uh, seven days a week. And it hasn't stopped, and I've got no intention of stopping either. Oh, <laughs> That's that, great. That is just, it's beautiful to listen to, isn't it, Damo? I have no intention of stopping either. Yeah, um, I love it. It's just, you don't often hear that from an 89-year-old human being. Uh, Bill, we'd love to know, because it is such a unique story, do you get much... Um, I would like to think that most of society is just inspired by your story, but do you get a lot of people saying, Bill, you ought to slow down? Oh, I get it sometimes, but um, but you know, what for? Slow, slow down. You know, yeah, exactly. And what? do what? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you find that most people are supportive of of the way that you're living your life, and and you don't have much pushback from people saying, um, you know, you ought to be slowing down at your age. You shouldn't be working so hard or um, oh, you know, well, moving my, your body so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. My kids say that to me, but um, but you know, I I've got no problems. You know, you, you do get problems. About four weeks ago, I broke around my rib doing doing my classes, and um, that was pretty painful. But um, you know, yeah. you get over that. How did you do it? But uh, I was leaning on something and you know demonstrating a move, and and I I shouldn't have done it the way I've done it, and it and it just it broke, it cracked a bit. But um, you know, things like that happen. And uh, but apart from that, I've been very, very fortunate. Um, you know, I've been very healthy, and um, I, I think I live a pretty healthy lifestyle. I'm a vegetarian by, by choice, and I've been vegetarian for the last, uh, oh, must be nearly 40 years now, and, um, and it, it works for me. That's fantastic. Good on you. A lot of people will be uh, questioning the whole vegetarian thing, and obviously, as we're moving out of the paleo age, where people are starting to see a bit more, uh, a bit more light at the end of the tunnel after moving out of paleo, vegetarian is becoming quite a, you know, a, a yeah. more exciting approach, which is great. What with regards to vegetarian, people often talk about not having enough protein. You look mm. strong. You look robust. Oh, You've look, I'm, yeah, sorry to interrupt you there, but I'm I'm not a hundred percent vegetarian. I'll, I'm probably what's called a, a, a pescatarian. I'm, I eat fish. Right. And, and you know, do you eat eggs as well? The, fish gives me the food. No, no, I don't eat eggs. But, uh, no eggs. No, I, I just don't, don't like eggs. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> but, gotcha. um, but no, I, I like fish. And um, and I'll, um, I do a lot of Chinese cooking, actually. Ah. Apart from exercise, I'm also a pretty good cook, actually. Hey, hey, <laughs> when, when's the, when are we going to come around to Bill's place, dummy? You can bring a dish, I'll bring a dish. Any, we can experience a bit any, of Bill's Any time, yeah. I've, I've, oh. I've, I learned how to, how to cook with, with two woks at the same time now. Oh, wow. Really? Uh, good on you. telling you, I'm definitely uh, coming around to Bill's place. Oh, <laughs> All right. So, from a vegetarian perspective, what are you eating? What's Because people will be interested because you look great. You look great. You still look strong. Yeah. You've got rapid movement. You're in your 80s. Uh, you're moving better than some people in their 40s and 50s. What is it that you eat? What do you have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, Bill? Would you share that with us? Oh, look, you wouldn't believe it. I'll, I'll have eat just porridge for breakfast and a, and a grapefruit. And gratefully, been grapefruit. 
Yes, and, especially at the uh, moment with grapefruits in season. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, for lunch, I just have a you know a sandwich and a cup of tea or so. And and dinner, um, well, you know, like tonight, I have a Chinese uh, cooked um, dish using using squid. You know, I like squid. Oh, yum! And so and it's, and, you know, anything you, you cook with sort of Chinese vegetables, you, you cook them in a in a, in a wok for um, you know thirty seconds or so, and they're still crunchy. We turn that color and they're crunchy, and it's you know you get the full nutritional value from those. Bill, I've got to ask you: do you do you wash it down with a nice drop of wolf blast at the end of a meal? Oh yes, no, that, I think that's important. You know, I, I have say two or three glasses of wine every night. You know, with, with this dinner. Okay, so this is interesting because, Bill, we, uh, Damien and I took a, a group of people, 13 people, to uh, a Greek island called Ikaria uh, last year. It's, they call it the island where people forget to die, renowned for their great longevity. And, um, <laughs> and, and they grow their own grapes and they drink their own wine. And uh, you yeah. know, many people today are talking about you know, an unhealthy uh, consumption of alcohol. But I think it's, just, it's wonderful to listen to your daily diet, but also the fact that you know, um, you happily have a glass of wine. Obviously, being in the wine industry, it's probably par for the course. You'd have a glass of wine. But I'd also like to know, um, do you have any snacks in the day? Are you a three-square meals man or are you one to graze yeah, at morning no, tea? Uh, look, I, I cut out all snacks. Of, I don't see any need for that, really. Um, you know, I, I, I know, you know, people have morning tea, afternoon tea, but I, I, don't, I don't feel the need for it. If I'm somewhere and somebody offers me a cup of coffee in the afternoon, I'll have a cup of coffee. But, um, you know, no biscuits, no cakes. I, I don't indulge in that. None of that. So, Bill, no, with, your, with your cup of coffee, I just would love to know this. Are you having almond milk or soy milk or are you having a bulletproof <laughs> coffee? What are, you, what are you doing there with your uh, coffee? No, I just have a, have a nice, strong black coffee. There you oh, go. Good That's on you. That's interesting. Um, Bill, what inspired you? To turn uh, to be, to, I suppose, to cut out red meat um, and chicken. What inspired you to become a vegetarian? Well, um, this was when I started doing um, my um, uh, qualifications for uh, as a fitness instructor. You know, I've, apart from the aqua, I'm also uh, I'm qualified to teach Les Mills for body pump. You know, I do that, yes. and I, I'm a, a gym instructor too, and um, and part of the fitness course was, uh, um, well, the whole segment of the course was on on diet, on sensible diet. And um, but even before I did that, I always had a sort of Mediterranean-style diet. You know, was uh, was not too much meat in it. And so um, I, I managed to, to just cut it out. And um, and I've been watching my um, sort of calorie intake and and. And also, um, you know, my cholesterol and things like that. I always um, was very, very lucky in, in my company. We always had a, an annual checkup by uh, a nice doctor, and uh, and who and who gave advice to you know, He said, "Oh, you should eat more of this or less of that." So it was very good, and I, I followed that. And um, and it was pretty hard, you know, being in the sort of in the wine industry with a lot of entertainment. I, I spent. Um, my last 20 years traveling overseas, you know, three to four months of the year. And, um, and you're always uh, invited to, to eat and, and drink. And I kept so sort of fit in between by, by running. 
I've always been been a runner. You know, and I've I started running um, oh, more than fifty years ago, and I'm still running. But um, um, are you running from anything in particular? Yeah, I've I've done three marathons. Wow, three marathons. Yeah, wow. and I've done one one in in San Francisco, which was absolutely oh, fantastic. Well done, which was uh, of the Golden Gate Bridge. I never forget that one. What that age were you area? when you did Golden Gate? Yeah, it was fantastic. Oh, oh look, I forgot the year now. It must have been um, in the early um, or mid eighties. Wow. Yeah, I'm well not, not too sure. Uh, it's inspiring in your, stuff. In your, in your 60, in your yeah, 50s. That's, that's 1980s, not in my 80s. <laughs> now, Bill, I'd love <laughs> to ask you, um, there's a lot of people that are in their 20s that are scared of turning 30, 30-year-olds 30 scared of turning 40, and people in their 40s scared of turning 50 and so on. You are about to turn 90. What are your beliefs about your life and, and the future. A lot of people really don't believe. We call it on a 100 Not Out. We wish people that they make the rest of their life the best of their life. But a lot of people have a hard time truly believing that the rest of their life will be the best of their life. Where do you stand on this? Do you, Where do you stand on your belief around life and, and what the future holds? Oh, well, look, I'm, I'm still trying to, to work towards the best. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I can't see a limit, actually. You know, it's a it's an open horizon. Um, I indulge myself by once a year going on an, an overseas trip and um, and see a bit more of the world. I've seen a lot of it, but uh, never as a tourist. But uh, this year, next month, actually, I'm going to to Russia for three weeks. Wow! And um, and you know, keep that going for well as long as I can. And um, you know, there's a lot of places I haven't been to yet, and. Um, so uh, yeah, that's what I look forward to. Yeah, next year got to read next year's trip book, which was a be a cruise from Barcelona through the uh, through Italy and um, and through the Greek islands. Um, you know, I look forward to to next year already. Uh, well, this is the thing. I mean. <laughs> I know people, I'm not going to name them, they might be very close to me genetically, that are in their 60s and they talk about, you know, an overseas trip possibly being their last trip. Now, and it's not yeah. this, and, and, and I, I do have a bit of a concern with it because I don't necessarily why we have to put a, a ceiling on things. Um, what is intriguing is that you are at the ripe young age of 89, still very future focused. You don't seem to be living in your past. We haven't really spoken about the past much. You're, you're talking about what you're up to and what you want to be doing. Um, and Damien, this doesn't seem to, to leave the um, 100 not out. Is they're always thinking about today and the future. They'll talk about the past if they're asked, but they're still very future focused individuals. It's true. That's true. You're looking forward, not looking back. I mean, you've learned from the past, but uh, you're looking forward. Absolutely. Mm, I like That's it. Right. Mm. Hey, Bill, yeah, was... you, yes. you've got three children, eight grandchildren, one great-grandchildren child, and, mm-hmm. um, and you know, there's a lot of people that are concerned about the millennials, like the, the kids that are born these days or in the last you know, 10, 15 years. People are concerned about them. They're worried about their text neck or their spine, you know, their health text because they're, <laughs> they're, you know, they're looking at uh, phones all the time. They're living their life through iPads. <laughs> have, have you got concerns about these kids? Have you got any advice well, for them? Yeah, not not so much about their, their physical well-being, but um, you know, about kids' future. Um, you know, when you know, for you too. You know, when you got out of school, you got, you got a job, and um, and you you, know, you knew you, you had a career path that was easy to follow. Um, it just happened. But you know, kids get a university degree, hard to get a job, 
um, and you know, it's it's a very competitive world now. And you know, the, the, I think the future for for young kids today is uh, is not so easy. You know, and we've got climate change coming up and all sorts of things. So the, you know, I think our future was, if I look back, was a lot brighter in the beginning than um, than the you know the child born today actually. Mm-hmm. But, that, but from that, a health that, perspective, they can still do a good job, though, can't they? You know, they can still yeah. create things. They can stay fit. They can stay healthy. Uh, oh yeah. I think they start from a different base, though, because I remember, I mean, I'm only, I'm 40, what am I, 43, um, yeah. so I'm very much a junior burger in your language, but I, if you think about um, what we used to do when we were children, we'd play in the backyard, we'd hit the cricket ball, uh, we'd kick the football around or kick the soccer ball, we'd go down to the local park and hit a golf ball, because you're still allowed to hit golf balls back then, um, and you'd, <laughs> you know, you could, you could do all those sorts of things, uh, these days kids you know, they don't necessarily feel safe in their environment. So I think we started from a fitter base. Is there ever yeah. a, a late time to start? Can kids start now? You know, can they start at 40? What have you seen in your environment? Well, you know, and that's that's another worrying thing because, um, you know, kids play video games and, um, you know, yeah. looking at their, their phones all day long and, um, you know, when they should be outside and, as I say, kicking a football or something. Um, and you, you see less and less of that, actually. And that, that's that's a worrying trend, too. Bill, you also work at uh, the YMCA with uh, a colleague, Eleanor Griffiths, who has just turned 90, I believe. Um, yeah, that's right. You have it, It's beautiful. It's, it's, it's so unique, but it is beautiful that two people um, at that stage of life uh, leading the charge, um, you know, at a, at a recreational facility like the YMCA in Ashburton. Um, what's it like to arrive at work and have someone at the same stage of life as you are where, um, you know, doing the same thing in a position of leadership, inspiring and helping others to live healthier lives? Yeah. Oh, look, it's, it's great. You know, so you, you so realize you're not, not the only one, you know, out, out on the limb somewhere. <laughs> the others like it. Uh, which, which is great, you know, and um, and it's it's very rewarding actually. You know the um, um, you know, people like what I'm doing usually, and um, and they, they come not just for the, for the fun, but uh, they come for the experience and um, and and also you know the good thing about sort of group exercise around in is it it creates a, a social environment. You know people in the classes they, they stay back, have a cup of coffee together. They meet socially um, in another place where I work. They actually have a, their own social club, just participate in the class, and they go to pictures together. They have barbecues, they have a, you know, Christmas parties and things like that. Um, you know, that's that's all. That's it's great. You know, you, in, rather than just jumping around, you know, you help others. And often, as people get older, and I get a lot of older people in my classes, particularly women. You know, they're, they're widowed and mm. uh, they find some companionship, which is very nice. They might be coming on for a bit of a perv as well, you think, Bill? <laughs> well, come and check you out. What do you think? Well, I used, I used to, you could laugh, but I used to wear very short shorts and people complained, actually. <laughs> showing, they saw a little bit too, too much. Leg. Too much yeah, muscle. So, uh, too much yeah, muscle. Believe it or not, but um, so I'm wearing a bit, bit longer pants than I just saw on the video. <laughs> 
No, well, I, I think there would have only been a few complaints. It wouldn't have been not many, not many. But I also think, Bill, that you know people would come and and want to be part of your classes because they want to keep that. It's that that great old inspiring line that if Bill can do it, then I can do it. Like I know, you know, I That's right. speak on behalf of Damo. But if we were in the pool, you'd be making every yeah. every uh, poster winner going. Well, if Bill's up there at eighty nine showing me how to do this. I'm going to go that extra exactly. extra mile to make sure that I can do it. Yeah. You just take away all the excuses. Yeah. No, I think that that's ex- exactly right. You know, and and that in itself is sort of inspiring. And the, and the energy people put in into the exercise, you know, it comes back to me too. I can see it on their faces, you know, how, how hard they work. They're still smiling usually, <laughs> which is good. And um, but you know, a lot of energy comes back from them in, into me. Oh, it's beautiful. It works both I ways. just have one more question. Sorry, Dame, I just got one more, and then you have your your last one. Is it? Is there an end in sight? Do if you look at your future, do you do you feel like you have a a day? You know, can you do this up until the day you die, uh, or do you feel like you've yeah. only got a bit more petrol in the tank? Where do you sit? Yeah, I, that's that's that's. If I had a plan, that that would be my plan. <laughs> you know, I just keep on going. Wow. And um, yeah, and if I. Die on the job one day, so, so be it. So be it. Oh, at least you die doing what you love. I love it. Damo, do you have anything to wrap up on? Yeah, I do. Um, Bill, you know, probably obviously since being on television and uh, being broadcast to the world and you've had, you know, nearly half a million people watch a video clip on, on YouTube uh, or on Facebook, I think it is. Uh, that's a lot of people, half a million people. You, your classes amazing. must be nearly full. Are they nearly full or have you still got space for people? Oh, yes, we've still got space. <laughs> it's it's a big pool. Ash Burton, you know, we always can get, get another lane. And, um, you know, in the class, I usually get here about 25 people. But we've got yeah. room, we can make it you know, 50 if, if we have to. Damo, Great. I'm putting it out there, Damo. Yeah. We we're gonna we're gonna get to one of those classes. I I don't live in Melbourne anymore. Bill Damo does. Damo lives in Brighton. I used to live in Templestowe, but I'm now up in Byron Bay. But uh, next time I'm in town and we've got a morning yeah. together, Damo and I might just lob down, surprise you, get a guest yeah. membership, and uh, come on in and, and join in the fun. Yeah. I, I I used to live in Templestowe too before go. I moved to to Warrandyte. Oh, good part of the world. So you live in Warren. You live in Warrandyte now, do you? And you train. No, I, I've moved from there too. I'm living in in, in Baldwin. Right. Okay. I, so I live live in a, in a yeah. I live a life of luxury. Actually, I live in a beautiful penthouse. Mm-hmm. I, um, I, I I drive a Mercedes sports car. There he goes. Oh. <laughs> what a catch! And you're still yeah, fit. Yeah, you must I have, have, a, like, have a have a good life. And he does aquaerobics to a largely female tribe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right, living the dream. Living the dream. <laughs> The car have the roof down all the time and enjoy the fresh air. Oh, but you can oh. only do that for so long in Melbourne, Bill. Come on now, you can't have the roof down in Melbourne for too long, or else you get wet. It's not true. Well, not, <laughs> not, well t- today it's a bit wet, but it's yeah, not so not, bad. Not the last few days, the last uh, few days have been beautiful. But Marcus, <laughs> it's just because you're up there where it's always supposed to be sunny doesn't mean it doesn't rain up there. Uh, <laughs> no, too true, Bill. We could, uh, yeah. we could, we could go on for a while, but we must wrap it up. We want to thank you so much for joining Thanks us on so One Hundred Not Out and great pleasure. inspiring our okay. listeners and, and and yeah, helping us yeah. out. You've been a, a dream, yeah. and we honour you. Right, and when you're in, in beautiful Melbourne one day, you know. Come and see us here. Absolutely, you're going to cook us something on the on the double walk. Uh, wonderful. I, I will. Yes. You know. Yes, I, I will. We'll come down, do a bit of acrobics. Yeah, We're in. Or, yeah, or, 
or a barbecue. I've got a got a nice big barbecue on my balcony oh, too. Oh, Damo, doesn't it sound good? I'll bring that. I'll bring the fresh snapper. I'll bring a snapper. <laughs> I'll bring the squid. You bring the snapper. I'm sure Bill's got a lifetime of wine there. And um, yep. we'll be ready to go. Well, Bill, yeah, many thanks. And, and we'd like to bless every single guest that joins us. Bill Stevens, may the rest of your life continue to be the best of your life. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate that. No worries. Damo, thanks for your wisdom yeah. as always. Been a joy right, to I have think. another living legend on 100 Not Out. Remember, folks, you can go to DamienChristoph.com for more info on Damo. For myself, MarcusPierce.com.au. We would love to hear your feedback on this episode. Go to TheWellnessCouch.com forward slash 100 Not Out. Leave a comment. And remember, put a five-star rating next to the podcast in the iTunes store to share this podcast with the world. Thanks again for your support of 100 Not Out. And until next week, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.